Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Welcome to the Triple Option. Here's your host, Paul Catalina. Welcome in. Pierre Newsham, Fox 9, Minneapolis, joins me as always on Thursdays. Unless we're both in different places, like Orlando and San Diego. That was a one-time thing. We won't let it happen again. Um, we can't because we, we're plotting our... Uh, our audition tape for the Amazing Race. So Correct. we've got to we've got to show people how well we work together. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, and we have to be entertaining enough to be invited back later too for the uh, fan favorites that get to do it a second time as well. Yeah, yeah. We would probably curse at each other a little bit. I would think. Oh yeah. I think that oh, would yeah. happen, but I don't think it would be. It was, sometimes it gets malicious, and you're wondering like, why are these people friends? Or yeah. I think their marriage is over. <laughs> that that is the number one reason why I watch that show is what I tell people. It's I I'm fascinated to see how people who claim they love each other, how they treat each other each other under duress. That to me is the most fascinating aspect of the whole show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We uh yeah, we're we're gonna do this. And Pierre, I'm gonna we're gonna tease this for our guys in the studio. The third segment, we've got something for Pick'em that you and I have worked out. Yes. Um, I think they're going to like it. Okay. But I just wanted to warn them that, like, we've got a, we've got a twist coming. I, I'm very, very curious to see what their reaction is going to be. And furthermore, who is going to accept this twist that you have come up with? Yes. I think it's a great twist. I think it's really oh, good. Yeah. It's very, very interesting, and it puts um, it puts a lot of even more pressure on this. And here's the best part of it for you: it doesn't affect you at all. No, not one bit. And you, I love that. You get to you get to. This is one of your auditions for a game show host. Ah, uh, from your lips to God's ears, just one day. Yeah. One day I'll get to get a chance to do it. Yeah. Can I tell you how upset I am about Ryan Seacrest hosting Wheel of Fortune? Oh, yeah. The rich get richer. Why? Look, he's Why? He's he's a talented individual. I'm not going to say very. he's not. He's very hardworking. But, like, you know, give me something different. How come every time a host gig comes open, he's the first that's, guy you call? That's my, that's my question. It's like, do, did he ever – who woke up and thought to themselves, you know, you know what we need more of? More Ryan Seacrest. That's what we need more of in this world. Yeah. I mean, he's already got American Idol. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't need he's him. He's got to... his radio show. Yeah. He's got, you know, like, he's everywhere, dude. Yeah. Everywhere. No, no. We, we, need, we need you out there in the world hosting game I, shows. I, I would agree with that entirely. You know, and hopefully I don't look, you know, hopefully I'll look more professional than I do right now because I never know what to wear for this show. No, it's fun. Whether I should wear we a collared shirt or a t But I am wearing... I am wearing my Killers t-shirt in honor okay. of my favorite band who performed at Emo's last night in Austin. We'll be at the uh, F1 track this week. So. Oh, okay. Good deal. Well, I'm glad you're out there stumping for them. Yes. I'm sure I, they need, the, the, I'm sure they need yeah. the help. <laughs> they, they, they do, and I am the one here to happy to help them. To, so rest assured, to, they're, to, they're going places, that to, band. Two or three gold and platinum albums. They, they, <laughs> they're just struggling to make it. They, they, <laughs> They got a chance. They, <laughs> they got, got a, a chance, chance, these kids. Uh, all right, Pierre, uh, kind of a crazy week. Uh, right now, uh, we do have to talk about this first because this story just came down in the last hour, and you were right in the heart of Big Ten country, but Michigan is being investigated for sign-stealing allegations. Uh, according to a report in Yahoo Sports from, from Ross Dellinger, Michigan allegedly had people attending games of future opponents as well as possible CFP opponents to gather information on signs used to call plays on offense and defense. This is forbidden by the rules because off-campus in-person scouting um, of future opponents in the same season is prohibited. Now, this is something that is done each and every week in high school football. 
you know, the JV coaches go to a game and they watch, you know, the other team. Um, in high school football, there's not a whole lot of signs to be stolen. I mean, they're not going to, you know, like if you, if you have to rely on stealing signs to outcoach your opponent in high school, you're not really that good of a high school coach. You're just not. Right. You're probably going to lose that game anyway uh, because – there, there's, I hope you do. There's not many signs to steal. Like, yeah, the, yeah. and I the, hope you. It do. might be like run, play, pass. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what is the secret code this team has been working on? Yeah. <laughs> Block. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's um, it's yeah. I read the story. I saw. I saw what went down, and I, I saw what what people were reporting about Michigan. I, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here uh, with with other topics that we're going to be discussing on today's show. However, uh, the first my first initial thought when I read this, I said, "Is is Jim trying to get fired? Like, does he after the recruiting violations and being suspended for the first three or four games of the season?" And now that I was like. Does, is Jim just trying to find a way to get himself? This is the old George Costanza routine where yeah. he's, <laughs> he's trying to get himself fired. Yeah. You know, and, and that's that's my initial reaction to this, because I was like, what more can can this guy possibly do to maybe try to announce to the world that he's done coaching at the University of Michigan? Maybe he wants to go back to the NFL. But this is a great way to just. Get yourself investigated and give yourself the boot. Yeah. What if he? What if this is his bodysuit man? I yes. can't believe you, yeah. bodysuit man, yeah. would pull this. Well, look, look for Jim Harbaugh to go streaking in halftime of the, the Ohio State game. Yeah. Like, I mean, just soon enough. Yeah. I mean, it is. This is strange. And look, if you were going to tell me that this is Harbaugh telling the NFL, like, no, really, this time I want to go. Yeah. And so. I felt this with Urban Meyer in the time after Tebow. Now, granted, there were some other things going on there, but I do felt, I did feel at the time that he got into that next season and he had kicked Cam Newton off the team for stealing a laptop, which in Urban Meyer law is much more egregious than, say, rape or murder. But... Um, he kicked him off and then he looked at his roster and was like, Oh crap. I probably yeah. shouldn't have done that. There's no Tebow coming. And people are starting to ask a lot of questions about some of these other guys that have gotten in trouble. I, you know, I've already got this kind of health issue. Let me bail out and sit out for a little while until I can go get a job somewhere else where they'll, they'll hopefully forget about everything that happened here in the last couple of years. Cause there's no Tebow to shield him anymore. Like that was right. the thing and not to that degree here. Cause I believe Jim Harbaugh very much in the bill Belichick school of what can I do to push the envelope? Like, what can I, you know, what am I going to do? Like, what am I, what are the things I can do to push right up against the edge of the rules? Cause that's what bill Belichick, he knows the rule book backwards and forwards. And the reason he's gotten in trouble, I honestly don't think that, like outside of the the Spygate thing, some of the other things that's happened are Bill Belichick's like interpretation of the rules, not him going, I'm going to straight up and cheat. He's read the rules and he's like, okay, well, I could do everything up to this, but then you then have to rely on people to follow it to the letter of the law and not, or, and what the plan is and not mess up. So right. I think that that's, and I'm not trying to let him off the hook. Belichick deserves all the smoke he gets for Spygate and everything else. Yeah. It's just, I don't think it was like willful cheating. It was like, what do the rules allow me to do? I'm going to, I'm going to go right up against that line. And yeah. he's, he's probably the same way in game. Jim Harbaugh, I believe is probably the same way, or he's to the point of like, well, what are they going to do to me? Mm -hmm. You know, let's, let's just roll the dice and do it. But he's announcing the NFL like, Hey, if you call me this time, I'll come because He's built up Michigan as good as they're probably going to get under him. Not that they won't stay good, but that's difficult to sustain. There's a 12-team playoff. There's NIL. There's the transfer portal and all this stuff. He's been able to take advantage of all of that. But That conference is going to get harder, a little bit harder, too, with the yeah. incoming teams. Yeah. yeah. So now you've got all that going on, and you've got J.J. McCarthy, who's by far the best quarterback he's ever had. So might as well like ride out possibly on a high note and then go, and if you want to make sure you get that high note, 
just cut every corner you can. I was talking with a friend of mine yesterday and he had mentioned to me and I am now stealing his idea. We want Jim Harbaugh to be hired by the bears strictly for the comedy at this point. (laughs) That would just be the, could you imagine just Jim Harbaugh walking in as the new head coach of the Chicago bears next year? And just what kind of disaster we're all in for uh, when that, when that eventually, no, I shouldn't say eventually, if that took place at some point, the NFL, I, you have to believe that he wants to go back to the NFL. I, and and as personally, as you know, as a Miami Dolphins fan myself, Stephen Ross, a University of Michigan alum, I'm hoping his fascination with Jim, with Jim Harbaugh has ended because if Stephen Ross ousted Mike McDaniel at this point, just so he can finally get his Michigan guy, I might just absolutely lose my mind because I could see it happening in some form. Because they had a lot of flirtation with him when Tony Sperano was the head coach. I know they wanted to try to prime away from Michigan again. That didn't really happen. So with Jim Harbaugh, that, that's that's kind of how I feel when I read the story. Like I said, why don't you just come out and say, I'm, I'm done here. I, I You know, it, you're my alma mater. I love you. It's been a great ride. I'm going back to the NFL. Wouldn't that be easier than well, just compounding I, all of these things on top of each other? It's been pretty well reported that he and the athletic director have a professional relationship but they're not like you know they're not sending christmas cards you know right. that, that, that there's tension there because they do think they each do things differently you know yeah. and so you know i thought and look we're talking in the next segment about this is a small coaching hot seat well if any of this turns out to be true especially if it happened if it is true and happened this year the ncaa has to deal with it right now Right. Like they have to deal with it in the like right right now they have to deal with it, which means do you vacate the wins that they already have? I mean, like, can you do that so fast in season to make sure that, you know, because the way it would work is the NCAA will drill down on this for two years. Michigan can go win the national title and there'll always be this cloud over it. So this needs to be their first opportunity to like figure out, did this happen? in these first six weeks of the season. And if it did, what are you going to do about it? And this could potentially, this could potentially could be like a Houston Astros situation, you know, from 2017 and, or uh, 2017. Yeah. 2018, even there's the, to me, there is nothing and this. And this is where, you know, even though I'm, I'm a bit of a gambler myself, this is where I never loved when sports gambling became legal, because the first thing that came to my mind was, if there's ever at any point where your fan, your audience, your fans questions the integrity of the game, then you have nothing. Yeah. You have nothing. You, nothing, nothing to me personally. I'm just speaking from a personal standpoint. Nobody and nothing is above the game. Nothing. And if you compromise the integrity of the game, you have absolutely doomed yourself. And, and that's really hard to come back from. It's really hard to come back from. And it should be. Yeah, a- absolutely. So. Um, U.S. Integrity is a Las Vegas firm that monitors the betting market, sent an alert uh, regarding the controversy. So, you know, that, that's another thing. So th- this is, um, you know, I, I this could get really, really big. And let's see. It's been prohibited since 1994. So it's not like something that got rid of a couple years ago. And then Jim yeah. Harbaugh's like, look, it wasn't a big deal then. It shouldn't be a big deal now. I'm still sending guys, you know, yeah. for precisely this reason. So most, like, there are schools that open their practices and have wide open practices. They have practices that are open, portions that are open to the media, which those portions are often quite lame. You know this, Pierre. Yes. Like, you, yes. you know, um, the, the all all we really want is like if we're gonna get video, please not of them stretching, like just. Shouldn't yeah, <laughs> have said it better myself. You saw my face just now. Like, oh, amen to that. Yeah, look, nothing like we just we even if it's just fifteen minutes of actual football, we're right. not gonna run fifteen minutes of footage. We don't have that no. much time. No, we just need a couple of, you know, guys hitting a sled, a couple passes being caught, a running back running through. Um, you know, if there's a guy who's coming back from injury, you know, him kind of jogging around, that's all you need. All you need. But that's all you need. Quite often, they're like, we have a 30 minute viewing window, and the 26 minutes of it is them laying on the ground and stretching. 
Correct. Like, well, <laughs> that's a, I, it sounds like it sounds like I'm at Minnesota Vikings practice already because that's exactly what it is. Yeah, um, I'll tell you, the Cowboys are great about it. Like you get to go and watch, you know, good portions of practice sometimes. Like good, right. you know, nothing you're you going to figure- watch it or you get to film it. Both. 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 Yeah. 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 And then you can, and then you can, they have other times where like, you're not allowed to film it, but you can sit there and watch the whole thing. Um, you know, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, like I, I, I sat through a lot of that and a lot of times, like I'd have to be super, super smart to be like, Oh, this is what they're going to do on third downs. Now. I mean, you don't, it's, that's why most of them are the way that they are, but this is going to games, watching teams, like get, you know, buying a ticket, going and finding a spot where you can watch the coaches signal in plays and try to figure out what they're doing based on the game film. And the fact that like, there's not many, there's not many schools that could afford or have the, like the staff to do this because you're talking about, you know, combining an all 22 with videos of the signs at that same point and lining it up. So you've got to have a staff full of people in a room that's like cutting stuff together and, and figuring out how this works and comparing the notes so if you're going to do this, I would assume it's a pretty large operation. Yeah, I would assume so as well. I'll, t- I'll take it one step further. Not that it's connected by any means, but we noticed this year here at the University of Minnesota, you know how college football teams will hold up signs with caricatures or, or logos or something to indicate plays and things of that nature. This year, somebody in the press box pointed out to me that whenever the sign is being held up, it is now blacked out on the backside. So people in the press, up in the press box, cannot read what it is and can't determine what that play is. Yeah. So they can't see the front of the sign and now, or they can't, the only the, the, the players on the field can see the front of the sign and nobody behind the sign can see it at this point and they can't connect the dots on what the play is. And that, it's that type of paranoia that just, I, I can only laugh at this point now because what, what am I, I've got that memorized now that Oregon duck scissors 12 yeah. is a you know bootleg pass deep down the field. I I'll never remember that ever. Yeah. I uh also here's what's especially pathetic about this for Michigan. Now if they're doing this for Penn State and Ohio State and Georgia and FSU and you know like schools that they could potentially see in the CFP. Like yeah. then I get it. But if they're trying to steal signs from anybody that they've played so far, like other than just yeah, that's bad. other than just practicing the scheme, like a dry run before you actually rob the casino, like yeah. I don't I don't know why you like they don't they uh, you saw them against Minnesota they could have yep. played backwards literally yes. backwards and won that game by just one touchdown less. That's how much right. better they were than Minnesota, and so they didn't need sign stealing then. But then that's the that's the. The, the weird thing about cheating is if you're willing to do it, you don't even think about, you know, it's, it, it's, it's kind of the Watergate rule. Like if you go back and when Nixon and they did all the Watergate thing, that election wasn't close. He didn't need to cheat in it. He was going to win right. in a walk, like no matter what. So him doing that in that election was really like even worse because he won like all but four states. Like, yeah. Why? Like, why would you? So Michigan doing that is is very Nixonian. It's it's like okay, they beat Minnesota fifty two to ten, but if they, you know, let's say if, for the sake of argument, if they weren't stealing signs or if they didn't steal signs in that game, if that occurred, what are they going to win forty five ten instead? Is that going <laughs> to look worse somehow on the resume? <laughs> yeah. I, like, explain that one to me. Yeah. I uh, sometimes like if even the coach was telling me like, hey, when you see them do this, like this is what they're going to run. And be like, coach, I. That's just too much to put in my brain. I, I just think I can trash this guy in front of me and tackle him. I mean, yeah. what if I just do that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I appreciate the extra thing, but, you know, based on what I've, I've seen so far in this game, I am physically stronger than this person, and I, I feel like I can beat them. And Michigan, in the Minnesota, Michigan had two pick sixes in that game. And one of them was the second play of the game. Yeah. Like, it just, like you knew that game was over immediately at that point. Immediately. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, Michigan used unnamed individuals. This is where at issue, according to sources to attend games of both those things. And let's see, do, do, do. two of Michigan's opponents this season told Yahoo sports. They became aware that Michigan knew their play signs. Sign stealing doesn't 
break any kind of rules unless the team uses in-game electronic equipment to relay the information to players on the field or amongst coaches. Like in baseball, I, I think it was the it was Cleveland who was using Apple Watches for a little while. To there was a some sort of controversy about that. Um, Texas, Boston. yeah, Boston, Boston Bo- got in the mix. Your boys, yeah, Boston yeah. in 2018 got in trouble. And, and honestly, the only thing that saved them that was different because Alex Cora was at, in, in Houston in 2017 and in Boston yeah. in 2018. So he kind of took some of that there. But Fenway Park is so old, they don't have mm-hmm. extra video rooms to, yes. to put in. So they would have to really I – think, I think the reason they get in trouble is they tried it for the first part of the season and then it just got to be too much of a headache. And they're like, yeah, that, like we don't – you know, I've got to go yeah. through this route. Like there's no way we can keep doing this. So – as we're Houston as a, you know, a fairly new stadium, they can just walk into a room right off the dugout and do it right away. So, uh, but yeah. And then, uh, there was, there was rumors for years at the old ball, that the old ballpark, but at the ballpark in Arlington, before they built the new stadium, that the Rangers had a, like on the scoreboard, they would, they would, they were stealing signs. That's news to me. That's the first time I've heard of that. Actually. Oh yeah. The white Sox used to complain about it all the time. Really? All the time. Like they would put certain things up on the video board and that would indicate, you know, what was, what was going on. The White Sox. How is, this the first, yeah. how is this the first time I'm hearing of this? You know, this may wow. be something I know just because I covered yeah. them. Right. And like, yeah. I, I went yeah. there and it was just talked about, but yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. The, uh, the White Sox in particular used to complain about the Rangers a lot. They didn't like it. Like I, um, somebody told me one time, Robin Ventura complained about, um, when he was the manager, he didn't like the way that Adrian Beltre had the grass around third base cut. You know, like it was wow. Yeah, that's because very very specific. Look, if you're the Rangers, you got Adrian Beltre, and he tells the groundskeeper yeah. like, "Hey, I want the grass to be this long because Adrian Beltre would have done that research. That's the kind of guy he was. This is sure. it'll make it easier for me to field ground balls." And then, yeah. you know. Joe Creedy goes in there and 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 kicks one because he's not used to it. Then Robin Ventura got mad, you know. So it was just I mean, one of the- that's that's kind of that's a similar situation. It takes a special type of brain like Belichick and Harbaugh and I guess Beltre now yeah. to think of these things. Any little bending of the rule to the point where it's not a complete rule break, any type of advantage, anything, anything, they're going to think about it and try to go over. So I mean, I guess kudos to them for going that far, but at the same time, too, I, if there's one thing, Paul, if there's one thing I hate in the sports world, it's a cheater. cheater. Oh, yeah. Man, 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 does that really, you're, you get, it's one strike with me. You're, you'll forever be tainted. Well, you'll yeah, forever like, be tainted with here's me. the thing, deflate gate never bothered me because that to me was like, well, you know, that's kind of like quarterbacks know that, like it was, Tom Brady got the heat for it, but you notice that like no other quarterbacks were like, oh, I'm appalled by this. I'm right. disgusted. Like none of them were. They were just like, "Oh well, that's weird. Pretty stupid. You There's, got caught, Tom." Yeah. It, not only that, it was. I mean, the the Patriots got caught. I believe it was against the Bengals like five years ago or something. There was another tape incident. Oh yeah, with, that like, one was. Cincinnati. Yeah, they were. Um, I was. They played the Cowboys that year, and yeah. it was late. It was after that game, and the Cowboys had to like look at all their credentials again and make sure that this person wasn't coming, like doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So and, like when, when Josh, when Josh McDaniels was the head coach of the Denver Broncos in his second season, they were over in London to go play the Niners. And of course, Josh McDaniels, as everybody knows, part of the Bill Belichick tree. And he had a terrible run in Denver and they were caught filming the Niners practice yeah. in London. And Pat Bolin, God rest his soul. One of the great owners, the NFL, I think has ever seen in my opinion, fired Josh McDaniels on the spot. Yeah. On the spot. Yeah. And that was like that. I had so much respect for Pat Bolin in that moment. He'll, he'll forever be just top notch in my yeah. eye. And for Josh McDaniels to get another job, first and foremost, he's not a good head coach. Like, I'm sorry. I'm going off on a tangent right now about this, but the fact that he is a head coach again in the NFL just absolutely baffles me. It there, baffles me. There are like, there's like a list of people in many professions that keep getting gigs. And I just yes. don't. And he's, he's in that list. Hundred percent. Like, like every time that Chris Brown drops a new album, I'm like, "Who is letting you record this?" <laughs> like, it's, it's exactly that same feel. Yeah, like who who's like, uh, listen, I 
I'm fine with it all. <laughs> you know, yeah. let's, yeah. yeah, let's, let's Whatever. make some money. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. It's, fine. It, yeah, yeah. You're, you're there. I need a warm body on the sideline that you're here. Yeah. So, so no, I have a, I, uh, I hope, I hope for, uh, for the, the fans in Vegas that that gets remedied really. And the players, the, like, I know that you're not like hurting for meals, but you still need to have a nice fun livelihood. I, 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 I feel bad for the players. I thought he was going to get fired after the Steeler game. He should have. The way that whole thing went down. I thought, I, I honestly thought it was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You can never, that Davis family. Oh, man. Uh, there's something else. All right. Yeah. Remind me to tell you a story that I heard at last year's Super Bowl. Oh, please. I cannot, oh, I I cannot tell yes. on, okay. on the air. But I, sorry, I, sorry to our audience, but yes. <laughs> oh, it'll throw your hair back, buddy. <laughs> oh, I believe it. It will. Oh, I believe it. All right. When we come back, this is the smallest coaching hot seat. In a long time, and it's because of what happened a couple years ago, but now it might might wind up being a little bigger with this Michigan news. This is the Triple Option on 365 Sports. If your business is like most, you need things done quickly. But if you're still tying your critical applications together on multiple shared public networks, you've probably been feeling the slowdown. And that's no good for business. A private UPN fiber network can get you and your business moving at the speed of light. Whatever you need, we can build it. Internet, metro ethernet, waves, dark fiber. We deliver custom private networks and are focused on business customers only. Our next generation 100% fiber optic infrastructure offers you low latency and ultra scalable bandwidth with speeds up to 100 gigabit to run your critical applications. Your connection won't be limiting your performance anymore. It's diverse and scalable, so it can grow and change as your business grows and changes. And with a secure carrier grade private network, you'll have all the reliability you need. Contact UPN today to learn more. Fast just got faster. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Welcome to the Triple Option. Here's your host, Paul Catalina. Welcome back, my good friend Pierre Newsham. Fox 9 Minneapolis joins us now. In a few minutes, Pierre, we get to drop the Pick'em Punishment Twist. On our guys. That's the only tease we can give them. The pick em I'm, punishment twist. I'm so looking forward to this. I can't even tell you. So, yeah, that's all I'm going to tell them. I, that and I will say that I do, th- I do think that they will, I think at least of the three of them, two of them will take the opportunity. Okay. I all think, right. I think I'm going to bet the two of them are going are gonna to do that. Uh, of the two, I already, like, when you had proposed this to me, the, my first initial thought was, I think Levi would go for this yeah. for sure. I think I think I, I, I think he he was the first one I thought of. I was like, I think Levi is definitely going to go for this. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see uh, because there's there's of the of the three four of us in this room, three of us have two punishments uh, okay. to dole out, and one of us has one. Uh, so uh, and the one who has one, I know would absolutely love to not have to do it or me to ever bring it up to him again. Like I, I could ask him like to drive the getaway car in a convenience store robbery. And he'd be like, that'd be better than what you're having me do. So (laughs) maybe, maybe that's a punishment. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We have a lot, you know how I like to dip in on high speed chases across the country. One of these days I see one of these three guys, and that's just, oh, don't worry. It's just a football pick thing. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, no, fine. he didn't really do a yeah. crime. He's just yeah. doing this. And then when we get to court, be like, sorry, I'll testify. Like, yeah, it's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> I no, made him do it. It's all for football. Yeah. And Graham. You, you, get, know? <laughs> you guys <laughs> you guys are cool with it, right? You get it now. It's yeah. funny. It's funny, right? You guys had. You're funny. Look, it's funny. It's like you had a good time driving fast in the car, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> it was everybody had fun. No. Um, okay. So the coaching hot seat this year, uh, basically as I can tell it in, uh, cause right now, like there have been so many, you know, a couple years ago, you know, USC, LSU, you know, huge jobs came open kind of all at once. Um, you know, Michigan state was actually one of those. And so, uh, but now it's open again. But that's the only job that's open today. And the jobs that appear to be open are like Boston College, 
Nevada, Indiana. I mean, nowhere that's a big, gigantic football powerhouse. Now, Michigan might have entered the chat here if – and I think, like, even if, they, if Jim Harb – like, if he comes clear of this, everything the last couple of years is pointing to Jim Harbaugh's not going to be at Michigan for that long. So that one could come open, and then based on Texas A&M's performance, that one w- could come open. But I don't, like – and the way that other people are – like, you know, a lot of people thought, well, if Billy Napier doesn't get it right at Florida in year two, maybe they'll – get panicky and move on. Well, they're five and two right now. Now they're probably not going to finish 10 and two, but if they finish seven and five or eight and four, then, I mean, that's a, that's a huge improvement from last year. He's got a five-star quarterback coming in and, in in in, in uh, lagway that's coming there. So, you know, let him let him roll with it for a little bit. So yeah. there are like, very few like diamond jobs that are going to be open, you know, and there might be some like, you know, say somebody hires Jake Dickert from Washington state because of the uncertainty around their conference affiliation. Well, then that one's open, but you know, that would mean he would take a job like Michigan or Texas A&M or Michigan state or something like that. And he had to answer questions about that. Pierre, it is strange in this world of college football to not see so many jobs open. And look, Michigan State's only open because, uh, you know, Mel Tucker did a bad thing, not because of performance on the field necessarily right now, although I do think that they're a little bit relieved they're not on the hook for that buyout if they can truly fire him for cause. Right. Um, For me... I think one of the things that when you mentioned when when you had mentioned to me, this is where we'd be talking about the first the first thing that came into mind. It's funny that you mentioned Billy Napier because he was the first one that came to mind because it feels like Billy Napier has been on the hot seat the moment he was hired. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was talking with a colleague of mine who went to the University of Alabama and she was telling me like this was three weeks ago, I want to say. And she was already talking to me like, are we sure Billy Napier is going to survive the rest of the season? I said, well, why, why wouldn't he? I mean, he's, he's only been there a year. It's only been a couple of games. Listen, I understand the, you know, how, how the SEC works, but don't we have to just kind of take a step back and be reasonable from time to time yeah. and give somebody a couple of years, three, I, I think three years is a fair barometer for every coach at every level. So he was a name that came to mind. The other name that came to mind, this one, I, I might be reaching a little bit here. But there's always felt a, there's maybe I'm I'm misinterpreting this, but I always feel like there's been a little bit of underlying tension year after year with James Franklin of Penn State. Well, I think it's just because they're worried he's going to leave. But now, I mean, look, they're about to play the game of the game of the week of the year or whatever game yeah. of the year of the week. Uh, so yeah, I think that they like him there. But I always thought they, you know, oh, he's going to go to USC. Somebody else is going to to hire him away from State College. Yeah, yeah, and then I think that's the more likely scenario. I think of if he leaves Penn State, that would be the more likely scenario that happened. But how many years in a row do you have to fall short of Ohio State and Michigan before somebody says, "Well, if, if third place in in the East is is all we're going to do every single year, then what's the point? Are we just happy with that every single year? We may need to make a change." So I wouldn't I wouldn't blame somebody for thinking it in that way even though I do believe in my heart, I believe James Franklin is a very good football coach. Well, uh, here's the other thing. Um, things are about to change where your goal, like the goal lines moved, right? Uh, yeah. Because now third place in, in the big 10, it's probably getting you in the playoff more yeah, than likely. Yeah, yes. Uh, uh, unless yes. it's a ridiculous, like if you're a third of 18 in that league, there's a good shot. You're in the playoff. So yeah. then you don't have to necessarily worry like, Oh, well you did lose to, you know, and they're not going to play Michigan and Ohio State every year anymore because the 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 Correct. very innovative and cool new schedule that the Big Ten has come up with, which I love. Um, yeah. So okay, yeah, you went ten and two. You lost to you lost to Oregon. You lost to Ohio State. All right, but you know now you get to play, you know um, LSU in the first round of the playoff, and let's see how you do. Right. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. When what that's if the 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 expanded football playoff when it eventually gets here, yes, you're right. That would absolutely save that scenario for for James Franklin. I think a lot more people would be happy. And then again, like I said, I know I'm probably reaching with that name, but I just know that like if things just stay the status quo 
and you're you're third in line behind Ohio State and Michigan every single year, and that could be costing you getting into the CFP. I, I think there's enough people out there that might be thinking to themselves, well, we got to find somebody who can get us over the hump. Yeah. Because that, this is like, not working. Well, and that's like, but you'll see it maybe more, more like NFL hiring. Yeah. You know, like if you hire, if you're really bad, you hire a guy and somehow you're worse, kind of like the Cardinals seem to do. Like, you know, like how did this guy make this team worse? Like, how did that happen? He had seemingly nowhere to go but up, but now they're worse than they were before. Like, I don't I don't know. Like that's what the Cardinals have done. The Bears have done it. Like, no, oh, you can't yeah. get any worse. And like, oh no, uh, our games are actually going to kill people now. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're harmful. Yes. They're like cigarettes. They're harmful to your health over long yeah. periods of time. So I I think though that like so that that's going to change the focus. So you'll see more of like, all right, we'll give a guy five. Like if he keeps getting into the playoffs, we'll we'll keep giving him some time. But if he's seven eight years in playoffs, first round exit, playoffs, first round exit, then you get the Jason Garrett, like, look, buddy, we appreciate everything you did. And you, certainly we're right. doing a good job, but we need somebody who's going to do a great job. And Correct. so I think you'll see maybe more things like that when it comes to the playoff. Um, in the Big 12, there's only two right now that I would say are, are in the hot seat territory. And they're about in the same realm. Is Dana Holgerson at Houston and, and Dave Aranda at Baylor. Uh, and I know that Baylor does not want to fire Dave Aranda. They really like Dave Aranda. They really think that they can build a future with Dave Aranda. They just need to get through the storm. The problem is, is they keep losing. Then they're looking down the barrel of trying to sell that. You know, you can't like just be patient to fans. They don't under, that's not, you might as well be speaking a different language. Just wait, yeah. you know, we promise it'll get good. Like we, we fixed this and this, especially when you've already changed coordinators and stuff like that. If, if Baylor loses to Cincinnati this week and Iowa State next, then I just don't I like I just don't see a way forward. That's me, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Like I know they don't want to do that and they want to be able to work through it, but but yeah, so there's that, but there's not like so we're talking about power five jobs that could come open reasonably right now would be Boston College, Indiana, Michigan State's already open, and then AM. Michigan, Baylor, and Houston. So that's like seven. And mm -hmm. that's no guarantee of that. There's no guarantee. Right. AM might decide, like, look, let's let's try to weather the Jimbo storm for one more year. Let's see how he does when he plays Texas in a year and give him a shot. I think that would be foolish in that they probably know what was gonna happen. <laughs> you know, yeah. that the yeah. team's kind of who it is under Jimbo Fisher. And uh, so we'll see, but I, I think that there's, there's some, um, there's not, there's just not much. And it's kind of weird now that there's not that many given yeah. the state of college football. I think A&M and I hadn't even thought of A&M and then that's a really good, that's a really interesting scenario out there that could play out by the end of this year, or potentially the end of next year. The only other name that I could think of, and again, but, but, Given the standard of the past of this school and where it is, how I and I would love to know what people think of Brian Kelly down at LSU. You know, I mean, listen, he, he's, he yeah, yeah, I mean, okay, Garrett, I, Garrett, Garrett, if yeah, Garrett. So, I, you know, Brian Kelly out of LSU, he's done an okay job, but again, and I know he, like, I earlier in the segment, I already talked about, you know, Billy Napier, he's only in his second year, let's give him some time but I know the leash is a lot shorter at LSU probably than it would be at Florida. And the return on Brian Kelly so far is not something that I would think is okay with LSU fans and their high powered alum. Yeah. So uh, one of those high powered alum is well, he's not an alum, but he's a fan. Uh, he's a high, high powered <laughs> fan. Garrett Ross <laughs> is here with us now. Garrett. Uh, yes. What uh, if Brian Kelly took another job or got fired tomorrow? How sad would you be about that? I would not be sad the least bit. I might celebrate, honestly, because I think he's a fraud. And I think if you go back and look at the throughout the course of his career, um, he's a guy who is definitely is going to win games, right? He's going to win a lot of football games. But when it gets down to the big game, the key matchups, uh, he does not do that. And I think he, if you look at how he's handled the roster this year, uh, there have been some highly questionable issues, decisions that have made have been made, especially on how Harold Perkins has been used, the 
absolute atrocious play on defense is unacceptable, uh, and that should never happen with the talent you have at LSU and the talent that you're recruiting in the state of Louisiana. I just, I don't buy it. I think when he came in with a fake accent, then the whole creepy-ass recruiting uh, photo shoot where the kid flipped, like, Brian Kelly can go. I, I, I just, I think I speak for... I know me personally, but I think a lot of fans probably feel the same way. And I don't care if he wins the title. I still don't like him. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you, uh, you might like him a little bit more if he wins a title or tolerate him. Oh. <laughs> well, I think I think I may have touched a nerve. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think you did. Look, I'm glad. That's what, that's what we like. That, that may I be a segment we do. Pierre touches a nerve. You know, yeah, no, and, and you know what? You know, it's funny. I think Garrett is is right. I think that's a that's a very accurate and fair assessment of where Brian Kelly is as a football coach right now. I think it's very fair. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they've not met the hype. All right, I'm very excited, Pierre. Very excited. Pierre's uh, game show host debut. Uh, Let's do we it. will announce it next. This is 365 Sports, the Triple Option. Baylor alumni are more than 160,000 strong. When we all join hands to support our university, we don't just move the needle, we move mountains. Working together, we create life-changing opportunities for students on the field, in the classroom, in the laboratory, and in life for generations to come. So get connected, get involved. Learn how at baylor.edu alumni. Stepping into the boots of a U.S. Army officer can add confidence and leadership skills to your son or daughter's career path. See all the things they can achieve in our boots at GoArmy.com. U.S. Army Waco Recruiting Company, 254-598-8131 or 254-776-1543. Pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears. It's another time to speak with Samantha Duvall from TexasBeefHouse.com. Handles the marketing and someone that you will talk to a lot when you do call for the great product of the Texas-raised Wagyu beef. It's college football season, tailgating. It's a big deal. People love to put beef and pork and chicken, etc. on the grill. Let me know what you have. We've got everything. If you've got a morning game, you can get our breakfast sausage or our bacon. You can tailgate with some breakfast tacos if you've got an afternoon or evening. Evening game. We, of course, got our hamburger patties, their half-pound patties, four patties to a package. And we even have jalapeno and cheese patties. They're amazing. They'll blow your mind. Just that extra flavor, not too spicy. They have a high-heat cheese, so they don't melt on the grill, and our patties don't shrink up on the grill either. Anytime you order, use our code SICKEM10 to get 10% off your order of $100 or more. Where is the best beef in Texas? Your house. When you order from Texas Beef House, unleash the flavor of Texas-raised Wagyu from our pasture to your plate. That's Samantha. There are 26 letters in the alphabet, over 600,000 words in the dictionary, and just three of them said together can change everything. Let's order pizza. Those three words lead to dough made from scratch and three fresh signature cheeses that blanket golden crust in a heavenly melt on Marco's Pizza that'll blow your mind. So visit Marcos.com to order and stop by Marco's Pizza in Bellmead, China Spring, Woodway, and in Robinson. Marco's. Pizza lovers get it. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Welcome to the Triple Option. Here's your host, Paul Catalina. Ah, oh, it is our Pick'em segment. And as you know, if you've watched this segment, we have punishments that we have yet to dole out for the Pick'em. So I had floated the idea amongst the staff this week, Pierre, of like maybe a swap and just to gauge, you know, what their feelings are. So this week, we're, what we're going to do is we are not going to draw a punishment. Instead, 
I'm offering this to our noble staff. If you beat Pierre this week, if you so choose to do this, I will get your punishments. It doesn't matter if you beat me. It doesn't matter if I beat Pierre. As long as you beat Pierre, mm -hmm. I get your punishments. But if, if don't you don't, Pierre. you will get mine. And I currently have Halloween costume and cold tub, as does Levi. Uh, Levi, get on the mic. What else do you have? Is it on? I also have karaoke. He also that, has karaoke. That one is scary. That uh, one. So Jack has karaoke. Yes, I do. And Garrett has your least favorite food and, and smoky geek squad. Yes. So there is potential. If I only have one punishment, do I only have to take one of your punishments? Yes. I'm not going to give you both of mine. You can pick the one you... You and I get. just have to beat Pierre to do that. You just have to beat Pierre, who went two and three last week. It was his worst week. Worst, worst week of the season. Worst week of the season. So, Pierre, I'm going to let you game show host this out and make the offer to each one of them. Do you, you know, let's, let's just yeah. have your audition right now. I, you know, guys, I mean, the, we, I discussed this with Paul. I actually really liked the idea very, very much. And it, it's the old, you know, it, it, you can look at it in two ways, whether it's double or nothing or all or nothing. At this point, you could, it's, it's kind of a let's make a deal proposal. You could have this, but behind door number two, you could lose everything. So it is up to you. Levi, I think we should start with Levi because I think he was the one that I suspected would go for this. Your thoughts on the matter, Levi? You know me so well. Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. Okay. Levi's okay. down. Got one. Garrett. Oh, man. Um, the cold tub's the one that's got me hesitant on this. <laughs> but given the smoky geek squad, I think I'm willing to freeze my ass off. Let's do okay, it. Okay, there we go. Okay, two for two. Is Jack going to make it a clean sweep? Run me through it one more time. Okay. All you've got to do is beat Pierre. If you beat Pierre, you can hand me your punishment, and okay. I have to do it. And to as an added bonus, if it's something I already have or something that you both beat me, I have to do karaoke twice. I have to – I don't know how I can double up in the cold tub, but, you know, like if it's something you already have, you know, we can double up on it. So I'm getting – I can have – I could have – all of the punishments after this week, or none of them. My, and if I lose... If you lose, you get... Because you only have one, so it's an equal trade. You I will get one of... I would do one of yours on top on of On top of mine. Oh. Okay, I'm in. All right. All right. Okay. That's what I like to hear. So, oh, man. Since, We're all on board, Paul. Since uh, we have to beat... You have to beat Pierre... That means uh -huh. that he will make the first pick in each game. That was so you my guys, question. you guys can react to it. Yes. Fair. So there Fair. we go. So I am, and I'm saying this, I'm taking a gigantic risk here because I could be eating cauliflower in a cold tub, dressed up, you know, like a as Adam like West a, like Batman. A, yeah, that's Adam <laughs> West Batman. <laughs> <laughs> or a Teletubby or something. Who knows? Yeah, or that too. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? All right. So Pierre, we'll start with you. Florida State and Duke. Florida State 19 and 0 all time against the Blue Devils. The closest Blue Devils loss was 17 to 10 uh, in 27, 2018 or 2017. They have not played each other since 2020. This is a very good Duke team. Riley Leonard may play, may not, day-to-day. -day. Your thoughts? Very good Duke team. Exciting Duke team to watch. Fun Duke team to watch. Nevertheless, Florida State's got the better team. I'm going with Florida State. All right. Jack. Oh, man. I, I think I got a ride with Florida State. All right. Garrett. Yeah, if Riley Leonard was healthy, I would definitely take – I would be willing to take Duke, but I got to go with the Seminoles. Yeah. All righty, Levi. Isn't the spread like two touchdowns? Yes, it's uh, – that, That's, a, that's a lot of points. 14 and um, a half. Yeah. If, if we were doing spreads, I'd take Duke. Um, I hope Mike Elko brings his talents to Waco, but let's go Florida State. All right, so going to go Florida State. I don't think I need to go into detail here. F-L-O-R-I-D-A-S-T-A-T-E. Florida State, Florida State, Florida State, woo. All right, Pierre, 
Tennessee and Alabama from Bryant-Denny Stadium. I want to take Tennessee so bad because Alabama just has not looked all that formidable all year long. I wish I had the guts to take Tennessee, but I don't. I'm going to take Alabama. All right. Let's see who's got the guts and where it's going to like, all you have to do is beat Pierre by one game. So if we get down yeah. to the end here, I know everybody's going to have to, to, to do that because if you don't beat them, then I'm perfectly happy to take whoever he doesn't take in Penn State, Ohio State. <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> so we'll see how, how badly you want to beat Pierre. Hmm. So is it my turn? Yes, Garrett, go ahead. Oh, oh sorry, sorry, Jack. Jack no, no, sorry. Garrett can go. Garrett, go ahead then. Uh, yeah, Alabama doesn't lose to teams two years in a row. Give me the Todd. All right. Good point. Levi. Alabama. Taking Bama. Jack. I just don't see how you can say Alabama's having a down year and not say similarly about Tennessee, at least compared to expectations. So, Alabama. All right. There we go. And also, this is this is more boring than I thought it would be, but um, I'm going to go Alabama here. They're at home. They just don't lose there. So that's that. Pierre, TCU yeah. and Kansas State, this game in Manhattan. TCU, big win last week over BYU. Kansas State going to rotate quarterbacks between Will Howard and Avery Johnson. Uh, they're going Howard Johnson, Hojo. Uh, in that, you get that reference. None of the rest of the people in this room probably do. But, Pierre, who you got? Tricky one here. Uh, I know TCU just absolutely smashed BYU, last, like you said last week. But uh, the fact that Kansas State is at home is the only reason why I'm taking Kansas State. I'm going K-State. Okay, K-State. Jack-o'-lantern. Yep. What you got? Uh, got a soft spot for KSU, plus I think Avery Johnson – uh, getting significant playing time is a good sign for them. Garrett, who you got? Ema. Josh Hoover's not doing it on the road. Okay. There we go. Levi. This is probably a bad week to do this because there's so much uh, so much similarity. But I'll go TCU. I, I don't like two quarterback systems. There you go. I don't care for them either. But I do. I, I might have caught an Avery Johnson fever. He's cold, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think I might have caught Avery Johnson here. So, E. Levi, the only one of us who has stones right now. Although, again, I know what's going to happen later on. Maybe one of the maybe the second toughest game to pick, I think, in this whole deal. Utah and USC because who is USC? After the last few weeks, after what we saw at Notre Dame, Utah plays a very similar style of they're going to punch you in the mouth. Now, they don't have the offensive weapons at the time, especially without Cam Rising. So, Pierre, your thoughts. Does USC bounce back this week? Uh, in my head, I'm thinking yes, I think they will. However, in the interest of keeping things spicy, I am actually – and, you know, I don't like USC anyway. I don't like to pick USC anyway – so in the interest of making this a little more fun, I'm taking the Utes on the road to deal USC their second loss in a row. Ah, okie dokie. All right, Jack, who you got? I guess I don't have to do what I said earlier because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with USC. Okay. I just think they, they'll find a way to outscore Utah despite Utah's better defense. All right. Garrett? This is the one I thought me and Pierre would be separate on. Um, I think Utah's too physical, man. I, I, their offense, I know is, I'm a little hesitant about them being able to score, but that defense. There you go. Utes. I wish more than anything Cam Rising was playing this game because he owns them, but uh, I, I guess he's not. I'll go with USC. Uh, Levi, you and I have similar thoughts. I, I, I'm betting on Caleb Williams not to have a second career-worst game in a row. I'm going Southern Cal. I'm going with Superman in this one. But, yeah, we got some differences. Differences now across the board. All right. Penn State, Ohio State, the game of the year of the week in college football. In Columbus at the Horseshoe. Pierre, who you got? I don't feel like it's that tough of a decision, to be honest. I'm taking Ohio State. They're at home. There you go. All right. Jack. Honestly, right now, I'm – I'm looking at this from like a game perspective. Now, I'm not looking at the Penn State Ohio State game. I'm looking at our game. And do I make it all right on USC Utah or do I hedge that 
and have two different from Pierre, so we might tie. What happens in the event of a tie? Uh, you got to beat him. You got to beat him. How dare you? Hey. <laughs> Them's the rules. It's a five-game pick. Like, look. That's terrible. Look, you got to beat him. That's bleeping terrible, Paul. Hey, I, there's got to be a degree of difficulty Ohio here. State, then. <laughs> this is why I asked the question. Because <laughs> if a tie is just everyone keeps their punishments, I'm taking Penn State all day. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You got to beat him. Got to beat him. I'm rooting for Penn State either way. Yeah. I'm taking Penn State, honestly. And the, because, like, I just, I don't know, dude. This is, if they don't win this, James Franklin's never going to get it. This is the game he's got to win. I know Michigan's up ahead, but... He's got to win this game. All right, Levi. I second that. Go Nittany Lions. This is the year. All righty. Like I want y'all to be right. <laughs> I want y'all to be right. Look, Levi is. It might dominate this thing. Yeah. Just yeah. might dominate this thing. I appreciate his boldness and the opportunity he has to get more punishments. He has almost all of them right now. <laughs> So anyway, uh, <laughs> he's going to talk. Yeah. All right. I, I am going to go this one. I'm torn. I do like what you guys said about James Franklin. I do think that this is that this has got to be the time. It's got to be the time. But it is in Columbus. That is a very, very, you know what, though? He's won there before. <laughs> he's won there before. He has. They have this great defense. They Whoever's have going to talk over here. Take the mic, please. Penn State's for the love defense of God. is ridiculous. Yeah, their defense, the defense is ridiculous. Travels. You know what? I am. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going against the home team. I'm going wow. Penn State. Manny Diaz gets his gets his head coaching job off of this game alone. There you go. Yes. Let, oh, yeah. Let's be clear. I would also have liked to pick Penn State, but the rules of your dumb game, Paul, <laughs> make me pick Ohio State. It's just smarter. <laughs> yeah, you got to beat them. You got to beat them. So, all righty. Jack. board there, Paul. Yeah. yeah, thanks for playing, guys. Yeah, there Absolutely. we go. This, hey, this could be the game show where we just oh, yeah. pick things and punish people for them. Yeah. Oh man, I would I would love to see this show turn into one of those Japanese style game shows where you do just something absolutely ridiculous, like yeah. fall into a you know pool of eels or something like that. I don't know. Like if you lose, just something wild. Let's let's get the budget up for that. Where's the sponsor that's going to do that? Please. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I could I call. We've got some rattlesnake guys that live around here that have a hey, reality. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> rattlesnake. You gotta check, the, check, check your insurance policy before you do anything like that. Please, Paul. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so yeah. there you have it. There are our picks. Um, Pierre is running away. Well, not so much anymore. Jack made some headway last week. He's only five games behind. Um, Garrett made some headway on, on Levi and I, who have fallen below 500 after miserable one in four weeks last week miserable and we picked the best games because the one I'm the one I really regret wasn't Oregon and Washington it was BYU and TCU that's the one I regret the most I I thought and I got some information about TCU on Saturday that I'm like I wish that person had told me that on Wednesday when I saw them that would have completely informed my pick differently but it's over now I'll forgive that person in time Steven Simcox. Uh, <laughs> I'll forgive him in time. But here are our picks this week. Pierre, sitting pretty, gets to, and you'll get to, I've already, and for the cold tub, I've already got that lined up. I called about that today. We'll be going okay. to a, a cold tub warehouse, so to speak. So if more than one of us have to do it, we're going to be in therapeutic cold tubs. So. I can't wait. I can't wait to see how it all plays out. Yep. All right. Well, Pierre, have a great weekend, buddy. Uh, we'll Thanks, talk. Guys. We'll talk after the weekend. Garrett, Levi, Jack, great work today. That's going to do it for us. This is the Triple Option. See you on Monday. You need things done quickly. But if you're still tying your critical applications together on multiple shared public networks, you've probably been feeling the slowdown. And that's no good for business. A private UPN fiber network can get you and your business moving at the speed of light. 
Whatever you need, we can build it. Internet, Metro Ethernet, Waves, Dark Fiber. We deliver custom private networks and are focused on business customers only. Our next generation 100% fiber optic infrastructure offers you low latency and ultra scalable bandwidth with speeds up to 100 gigabit to run your critical applications. Your connection won't be limiting your performance anymore. It's diverse and scalable, so it can grow and change as your business grows and changes. And with a secure carrier-grade private network, you'll have all the reliability you need. Contact UPN today to learn more. Fast just got faster.